Hello, welcome to 360 Yourself, the podcast show centered around self-awareness and improvement. I'm Jamie Neal, host of 360 Yourself. So, a little bit of information of how the podcast came about. In 2014, I had a breakdown and was hospitalized. Too much work, too much anxiety, too much coffee, and not enough self-care. In the hospital, lying there with my thoughts, I had to rethink my entire way of life. The doctor said I was overworked and my body just gave up. Now, I'm not gonna say it wasn't scary, but it was a bit of a turning point for me. From there, I started to rebuild myself, reading hundreds of self-help books and questioning everything from, why do we have triggers? Why do we have egos? What is manifesting and what is identity? Many years later, someone recommended that I start a podcast because I've always been interested about how others lead their lives. And thus, 360 Yourself was born, interviewing incredible minds about how they understand themselves and how they utilize their knowledge and awareness to set out into their space. 360 Yourself is a dedicated podcast meeting brilliant and curious minds and looking at the world around them. I speak to artists, musicians, sports athletes, authors, CEOs, and experts in human behaviors, released every Sunday at 12 p.m. I ask questions about their mindset, journey, values, and ethos to fully understand how each of their minds work. How can we become more of ourselves to grow to the ultimate person we know we can be? If you do enjoy the episodes that you're listening to, please visit our Instagram page at 360 underscore yourself to let us know what you like and how you're learning. Or you can email us jamie at 360yourself.co.uk. That's jamie at 360yourself.co.uk. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing? Hi, Jamie. Yes, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Very, very well. Thank you. Um, We were just talking about how um you're an early bird so what time i mean because obviously i think you're jog you're probably jogging a lot you're juggling a very successful business which first of all i'm a massive fan of, and an avid consumer of and then obviously family stuff so what what time do you usually wake up in the morning um i'll try and get up between sort of 5 30 and 6 most days Jeez. Um, and is that is that also fitting in gym as well and working out or is that in the evening yeah, no, it's, it depends on, you know, the routine and schedule. Like, I'll, you know, I, I personally do work out um, some mornings, um, but I'd also try and do an evening session as well. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm relatively active in terms of I can't sit still for very long in terms of, you know, sort of being idle. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, as soon as my eyes open or, you know, there's a, a particularly in the summer. You know, there's sun rays uh, beating down on the windows, what have you. I think uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm ready to get up. So, yeah, I've always been like that. To be fair, even as a 15 year old, uh, 16 year old sort of a scholar in football, I'd always be one of the uh, one of the first into the training grounds. You know, I'd get in for six o'clock and and yeah, it sort of sets you up for the day really. I always, I always find that if someone is an athlete or has been an athlete, it's very difficult to shake a certain routine or sleeping pattern because if you spent 10 years, 15 years, especially if you're in the military or, or whatever, if you're a Navy SEAL, you're so ingrained doing that with your body that it's so difficult to like just lie in or like not to do exercise because it's been so part of you for such a long time. Even if you pivot and you move on to different different things in your 40s or 50s, it's so difficult to to really have that. Mm. Yeah, no, de- definitely. Like you can you do see that. And I think um it's it's just routine, isn't it? Like ultimately we're we're creatures of habit. Um so 
you know what what we do consistently we ultimately become so i think that's um you know that that, that affects everything from from life to to the decisions and actions you make and the outcomes that you ultimately experience so indeed you know. so so how did you start football then like was it did you i mean it was it i'm assuming you, you did it since you were like really really young because i mean you sort of have to be to be that kind of focused to get to the level that you are at yeah, super super young. Um, I was playing as a five six year old, and by nine, I was beginning to be courted by professional teams for for schoolboy terms. And I joined Arsenal Football Club as a ten year old. Was with them for five years, and then subsequently moved to Reading Football Club at fifteen. Um, and that's where I, you know, broke into the first team after the injuries that I had. Um, which obviously I used uh, what is now the Turmeric Co range, which we founded to recover from. Um, but that allowed me to go on and ha- have the career in professional football that, that I had and, you know, really incredible experiences. Every little kid um, at some point wants to be an athlete or wants to be a footballer. So for me to have experienced that at the level that I did, you know, sort of the highest level of the game, it's a massive honor and privilege um, mm. something i'm extremely grateful for do you do you find it's especially within within football because i, I don't know um compared to other, like art related or like with, with lawyer with like different like corporate jobs you sort of like you join as like an internship and then you you work hard you do a good job and then you work your way up and but within the arts it's quite it's quite different it's a what do of luck is that the same thing within football like if you're in like a junior squad if you work hard and you put the time in you will progress and you will move into a bigger league how does it work because i'm assuming there's some people who just don't make it to the premier league even if they put so much like 100 hours a week into what their craft yeah i think it is you know, I think fundamentally you are the creator of your own destiny. So, you know, you can you can decide on where you ultimately get to. Um, but it's about realizing that and accepting that before actually being able to do it. So, you know, I was very determined as a as a kid. I wasn't I wasn't I was never always the best in my year or in my age group or in the team. Um, but what I was able to do, I was was I was able to consistently persevere longer than my teammates or longer Mm. than the competition or um you know and and that was something which I was very aware of as as a youngster like I could do things for you know sustained periods of time and just continually do them um very determined in that sense but then it was only when I began experiencing major setbacks so I you know ruptured my cruciate knee ligament um, you know, which effectively means that my knee was snapped in half. Um, I required Jeez. surgery for um, at 15 years of age. I then had surgery, then recovered, came back. And a year later, I did exactly the same injury. Um, now, most boys at that age, um, and when the doctor turns around to them and says, look, you probably should look at a different career path, you're never going to play without pain or restriction again. Mm-hmm. I think most boys will be like, okay, you know, I sort of accept that I'm just going to go and, you know, go into a different job or go and experience something different or look at a, a different goal to set myself. But for me, I was, you know, determined to become a professional footballer. So I was able to persevere through that, you know, through the difficulties, through the setbacks. And, you know, on the other side of it was then 
coming back into training and playing, constantly experiencing pain and inflammation in my knee and swelling in my knee, and then being able to effectively, because we had no other option, find a natural solution to help reduce pain and inflammation in my knee, which was subsequently a blend of raw functional natural ingredients which consisted of, you know, pineapple, pomegranate, watermelon, ginger, mm. and subsequently turmeric root. Mm-hmm. And so this blend was made through necessity off the back of adversity. And the adversity was, I was, you know, hampered with constant pain and restriction in my knee following the surgeries I'd had. I then had adverse effects in my body to the prescription drugs and painkillers that mm-hmm. the doctors prescribed me. Mm-hmm. And so we had no other solution. So my father and I effectively created this blend through research and understanding, you know, ancient uh, Eastern practices, uh, you know, certain parts of Africa, certain parts of uh, Asia, uh, where they were using natural ingredients to recover from pain, inflammation and swelling. And so, yeah, my father created this blend and using this blend over a sustained period of time, I eventually uh, became pain-free um, and restriction-free in my knee, and I was able to go on and have the career that I ultimately had, uh, you know, sort of, which was, as I said, a massive privilege. But, you know, looking back on that journey, it was because of the willing to persevere that I was able to not only have the career that I had, but also, um, you know, stem the innovation of creating a truly functional, natural blend, which could change people's lives through nutrition by impacting positively their health. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for being able to to persevere um, longer than most, I suppose. What, what I love about hearing about journeys is when we look back, it all makes sense that you I'm not saying that it was on purpose that your knee happened but you found like a solution to reduce the pain which now becomes the company like it's so fascinating that that always goes in that direction and whether you believe in uh fate or the universe you had to go through that and then you then retire then you build the well, you start the company and then 10 years later here you are but do you not find that so fascinating how if you didn't actually persevere that you probably might not have made the company? Yeah, well, you wouldn't have because, you know, there would have been no way to create such a unique product. Um, you know, and the product itself, as I said, it's completely based off of raw functional natural ingredients. Each ingredient has a specific health benefit. Um, and the blend in which it's created you know, it's a blend which you can actually enjoy. You know, it's not a disgusting product. You can you can actually enjoy it. And so mm. all of these factors were, yeah, fundamentally driven by the experience that that I had. And so, yeah, I think, as you said, you know, whatever you believe in yourself, I think understanding, you know, you are where you're meant to be and you're experiencing what you're, you're meant to experience and it's your decisions and how you interpret those experiences at this present moment which will ultimately impact your future mm. so you know really understanding that at a deep level you know at your sort of core is um you know will be transformative for, for anyone yeah what what a- after going through those struggles though what was the point where you were like okay now i need to retire why did you not then carry on and move forward because i think a lot of people who love what they do whether they're an athlete or a boxer 
it is that sort of maturity to go, you know what, I, I've done that now, it's served me. There's something, the next journey is on, on this this path, which I need to either take or resist. Because a lot of time we, we, we know deep down what we need to be doing, but we just resist because of ego, pride, whatever it is. But what was in your brain that you were like, okay, this is the point now? I think it was, you know, I'd had the career that I'd had um, and, you know, I was playing at the very top level um, in the Premier League. Um, and it just got came to a point where I've also got a young family. I'd set up the business a few years before I finished playing football. Um, mm-hmm. And the business was obviously, you know, growing. It was taking up more of my time. And then, you know, me personally, I was beginning to see the impact that the product was having on people's lives you know we'd had experienced thousands of customer testimonials talking about how the product was changing their life you know whether it was reducing pain reducing inflammation reducing swelling assisting with chronic ailments assisting with you know chronic fatigue helping boost people's immunities you know in in the winter season and sort of seeing that a product a natural product which we had created was mm. having that impact you know me personally i've realized that this is a you know once in a lifetime opportunity to create um you know something which lasts forever in a sense where you know we can impact society positively mm. through nutrition and through our range and create a societal shift you know and and it's never been more ever present at this moment in time when you look at the dis-ease around the world today. You know, there's never been more obesity in the world. There's never been higher rates of uh, heart disease. You know, chronic illnesses, chronic ailments are rife. And fundamentally, it is driven from nutrition. It's the nutrition of society, which is the fundamental layer, which is impacting a chronic health issue. And a lot of people will say, oh, no, there's not an issue, etc. There is an issue. You know, one in four kids now leave primary school obese. And that's not because of, you know, their metabolism. It's not because of, um, you know, anything unfortunate. Simply to, it's down to the fact that nutritionally, what they're consuming is most likely highly processed, most likely high in sugars, high in fats, bad fats you know like high processed fats Mm -hmm. and their nutrient intake of key functional nutrients will be low to non-existent so that combination coupled with obviously the lifestyle changes which are naturally taking place in terms of you know the technological evolution we're experiencing when we were kids we were probably out playing you know outside you know four five six hours a day particularly in the summer now a lot of kids are spending more time indoors but at the same time, nutrition is the f- the fundamental underlying layer to a lot of the ailments and disease, the disease that we have in the world. So mm. realizing that we'd created a product which could positively impact health, um, you know, was the driver in terms of me making a decision to focus solely on on you know bringing this product to more and more people. 
It's it's fascinating how you talk about it. I mean, I whenever I'm ill, I always ask my partner or whoever to get the turmeric and ginger shot. Like I know that because there's there's something in it when you have it, you know you're putting so much goodness in yourself. But I think what I love about what you talk about, rather than sort of like going down the path of because I feel like this is really passionate, it's a sort of zoomed out perspective of like i need to do this because i know this will help not just me but also my interest but so many more people that i must do it and that's what i think about brilliant entrepreneurs that they don't do something because it's an interest they do it because it's a problem that needs to be solved and so many people will benefit from it mm -hmm. yeah no I, I couldn't agree more and you know that was the fundamental reason of, of you know sort of taking that decision to focus solely on the company and and as i said bring, bring it to, to more people and we've got ambitions you know we want to we want to change you know millions of people's lives and and touch their lives with nutrition so they can experience you know the functional benefits of a truly natural truly functional product um yeah so it's fascinating and then there's you know there's deeper um you know deeper deeper elements at play as well when you look at large corporations um, who currently have monopolies whether it be in food um, or drink um, or consumer behaviors um, and consumer choices a lot of them are fundamentally selling products which are killing people you know yeah so when you look at take mcdonald's for an example you know mcdonald's are killing I don't eat at McDonald's at all. Millions <laughs> of people a year, millions because mm. of you know the impact that they, they their products have on obesity, mm. and yet they're still able to advertise and put a happy kid's face, who's also you know a nice slim kid, you know who clearly exercises and clearly doesn't eat McDonald's regularly, yeah. as the the poster of that advert, and so. You know, you can also take into uh, into consideration, and as, as an example, Coca Cola. You know, Coca Cola are sponsors of you know the biggest sporting event in the world, the World Cup, which is yeah. viewed by every single kid. Who who was who was that person who basically put the Coca Cola or Pepsi out of the the frame? I can't remember. Was was it a football yeah, or some it athlete? Was, it was Cristiano Ronaldo who did. Yeah. That. So he said, you know, remove the Coke, and he said, drink water. Yeah. Look, everyone, everyone, everyone enjoys a Coke, Coca Cola, right? I personally don't. I'm not. I don't like fizzy drinks at all. I, but yeah. I, I, I queried. I was with my friends on Sunday evening, and I queried them because they, they had a Coca Cola and had zero sugars and zero calories or whatever it was. And I said, so is it? Is it good for you then? They were like, no, 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 because obviously they're all the sweeteners and stuff. So I was like, so it has no, no, no calories or whatever it is, or no sugar. So, but it's still not great for you. I'm like, why drink it then? Because like, yeah. we had we had on the show recently the VP of creativity, uh, creative for um, Liquid Death. Now I also drink Liquid Death, and I find it absolutely fascinating that it's a water company that they do these incredible campaigns and they make it look cool and seem cool as well. But also, you're just drinking water like Voss or Everos or whatever. And I think more brands need to be kind of like doing that sort of thing, as like making potentially cool advertisements and making it more cooler to have nutritious uh, uh beverages and food and stuff i mean because there's i mean there isn't that many companies that doing uh advertisements that take like fruit veg 
I don't know, water and make it really interesting for people to drink it, thinking, and it's so fascinating because they they market it like it's a beer, but it's not a beer. It's water and it's really good for you. It, so yeah, so it's 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 fascinating. But you know, you take them and as I said, they've they've been able to um impact consumer behavior because they've been a monopoly for so long. So a lot of people will associate Coca-Cola with certain adverts when they were young, that feeling of, you know, holiday, you know, time, enjoyment, friends, family. And so this is, you know, they've been impacting society for longer than a generation. And so, as I said, for us as a brand and as a business, looking at the products that we want to deliver into more and more consumer, more and more people's lives, you know, we're we're directly coming up against these massive organizations, but we can actually have a positive impact on people's lives as opposed to a negative one because of the ailments that their products and the 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 you know the impact that the product has on that person's life in terms of their lifestyle. Because you know, when you have a McDonald's, you don't have energy to run around. You're you're you've, you're completely nutritionally depleted because there's very little nutrients in the food that you're going to consume at a McDonald's or at a fast sure. food chain. So all of a sudden, this is my point. The knock-on effect is that these kids and these individuals are then unable to maximize and optimize their life. They can't mm. live optimally. They're living in deficit constantly. And, you know, at some point it has to change. And I think, you know, we want to be one of the drivers for that. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, you should definitely be doing, I mean, I don't know if you're already, but doing more stuff within the education system, like working with the UK government to go into schools more. Because obviously the, we had like Jamie Oliver doing that back in the day, doing like good food or whatever it was that he was that that campaign. And and I'm assuming, I don't know, I don't, I don't have many friends um, who have that have many children, so I I don't know what's happening within the within the schooling system, but it's definitely like more of a conversation, like from from the from the um from the get go, but like to know what we should be putting more in our bodies and and the best fuel rather than just because we're because we're we're hum- we're humans of just instant pleasure. And it's just so easy to go to McDonald's or KFC or whatever to pick up your drive-through food or whatever. But actually, knowing what you're putting in your body, and especially like I, I know like because I, I run a lot and I'm very fit. That I just know that like your product, I feel great like for the rest of the day. Like I feel when I drink it, I'm just like I, I know goodness is going in my body, and I feel much more energized. And I think if more people had the education to go, this is much more better than something that's like 99p from McDonald's, which is going to make me more hungry. It's not going to give me as, as as much energy, but it's just really quick. Yeah, it's um, it's fascinating times, and as I said, we're we're really committed to to making positive change, and we're we're seeing it, you know, across the customers that we're impacting. You know, our customer base is growing. We're building advocacy. We're building community, and yeah, it's, as I said, for for me, it's it's super humbling to, you know, to begin to see the impact that you know all our hard work in terms of you know trying to bring this products to market and you know we've become manufacturing specialists because no one would manufacture our products oh really yeah so we basically had to manufacture 
typically so the way it works is you know you're setting up a brand you'd say okay i want to make x product you would then find manufacturers who can make that product yeah for so sure look at similar products etc and then they'd say yeah we can make it they'd give you you know discuss product specifications they'd say okay we use this process are you happy with it yet yeah, fine, fine fine so <clears throat> we went down that route but very quickly when we spoke to the leading manufacturers within the beverage industry we realized that they had firstly no desire to make a, a truly functional and high quality product but they also didn't have the skill or the expertise which sounds really strange but obviously you know with innovation it hasn't been done before right so mm -hmm. what 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 then happened was we ended up speaking with all of these um, leading manufacturers in the UK and Europe, and they basically refused. Um, they turned us down. And so we had to effectively build a bespoke manufacturing facility, learn how to manufacture our product at scale, and then deliver a product which is fresh using raw materials, high, highest quality of materials on the market, um, to people throughout the UK. So, yeah, it was a two-year journey, which, uh, you know, taught us a lot, um, allowed us to really did test us in terms of, you know, again, as I said, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of businesses at that stage will turn away and they'll, you know, they'll step away from that adversity. Um, but we, we didn't and we, you know, persevered and we've become manufacturing specialists of high functional uh, beverages and you know now we're you know we're we we have inbound requests monthly to manufacture for other brands other I was, products i was just about to say that I'm, I'm assuming people will come to you now for to to have the license of your process for their own companies now i'm assuming because you are now the zeitgeist to do this way yeah i think it, it to be honest, it's not necessarily the um, the licensing. What they they want the expertise, so they would like us to produce for them. You know, they want us to produce a high quality product at scale. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so again, it's it's we've put a lot of work into getting to where we are, mm. um, and and now we, as I said, we we we're beginning to prove that the decisions that we made you know, were the best decisions because it's given us true ownership of true innovation mm. in the market and you have a, and you have a brand new uh, product which is the vitamin c and d3 shot um and how how did that come about again so we were looking um you know obviously servicing our customers we 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 try and do everything for our customers so we want to know what they're you know why they're purchasing a product, what their interests are, what what they do outside of, um, you know, outside of this product category, what else they consume, and what we realised was that a lot of our customers were looking for a, a highly effective, um, high dosage vitamin C and D three product. So what we were able to do is create, you know, effectively a world's first vitamin C and D three combined shot with a thousand milligrams of, of vitamin C um, and, you know, a really high amount of vitamin D as well. So yeah, it's, um, it was true innovation, uh, which we, which we delivered. And again, our customers are really enjoying it clearly. So.
Mm. It's it's amazing when when companies really just listen to what the consumers want, and I think that nowadays after COVID, um, and you have all this sort of like Web three stuff where um, marketeers now and business people are even more need to listen to the consumers rather than just like thinking what they and doing like tests and then going okay this is what we should be selling here you go here's an advertisement they actually go well what do you want your your followers this is what you what would you like because that's the most important question because your your ones are all because if you have a thousand or five thousand ten thousand really hardcore consumers or fans and music guys whoever it is they will follow you to the end of the earth so service them and so uh, can you give us any kind of indication of potentially what other products you're might be releasing or interests that you might be going down? Could you give us like a, a sneak peek potentially? Yeah. So we, we're looking at lots of different um, products within our existing product format. So different blends of functional turmeric shots. So looking at, um, you know, other health benefits, which people are looking for, which can be achieved through, whether it's through vitamins, whether it's through um, adaptogens, um, whether it's through herbal remedies. So that's really, really exciting. We're also looking into different product formats as well. Um, so it's really interesting in terms of, you know, the convenience of um, of different types of products, different delivery mechanisms, um, and then also different occasions too. So people will have a turmeric shot first thing in the morning or maybe um you know immediately after some activity but what other occasions can you service you know what are they having before they go to sleep what are they having you know when they're um really run down or when they're rushing for work like how can you create different occasions um products for different occasions and yeah mm. that's what we're we're working extremely hard on on delivering i i you know i would love you to do is uh, i'm gonna throw you an idea is just before you go to the bed, you know how you do like a mouthwash and you do all your teeth and stuff. I'd love like a product that you just drink beforehand because you do all your face. You put because I've got loads of products for my oil skin and all that sort of stuff. I'd love like a little product that you do that helps you digest all the food. If you do eat late, because sometimes I eat at like 1130 at night. I'd love like a product like that so I could just drink just before I go to bed and it makes you wake up really flushed and just feeling really nice and good about your body. That's something I would I'm going to throw that at you. I'd love I don't know what what it would be, but that would be a really great product to add to your line because I would definitely buy that and I'm pretty sure most people would. Nice. Well, that's good to know. We'll definitely keep that in mind. Good. Sure. Um, so as we come to a close of the podcast, what I always love to ask my guests is this little give back. Um, and it's basically like um, a give back to your potentially your younger self or the audience, like an inspiration. Like what would you give back, whether it could be like a mantra or like a quote or like a, a book that you potentially read or a painting or personal place? What would you give back to your younger self or someone listening that might inspire them? Um to be honest, I think it's, um, you know, I think whatever you're doing, you have to trust in your journey. You know, I think that's, that's the biggest one. So everyone has fears, everyone has insecurities and doubts, um, but actually you don't need to live your life like that. So you, you can trust in a process, whether it's, you know, whether it's currently good or bad or um, indifferent, um, you know, maybe it is where you want to be, maybe it isn't where you want to be, but 
if you trust in the process, you begin to, you know, develop a sense of gratitude in your life. And I think, you know, the more gratitude you um, you share and you you embody, the more you will have um, to be grateful for in your life. So mm. I think that's something which, you know, not, not just for myself, I think a lot of people in in schools and in education and any any walk of life could really incorporate and it's like you know those kids in the council estate in London you know live growing up in a council estate there's you know four or five family members in a single bedroom people sleeping on the sofa it's like well actually you know you have heating like you have a roof over your head you know there's people in certain parts of the world who don't have the privileges the opportunities to access the internet access information learn you know Mm. better yourself and it's so it's like really trying to take um you know the opportunity to display gratitude for whatever you're you you have in your life and i think we live in such a fast-paced consumer world where we're taught that everything then should be fast-paced so therefore if we're not feeling some form of gratification at any time, we don't feel gratitude. And so you don't have to be feeling gratification in the present to feel gratitude. And actually you're blocking the opportunity for future uh, events in your life, which you will feel grateful for by not feeling grateful at this moment in time. So yeah. So insightful. (laughs) That was really, really great. I love that. I think, a lot of people don't put earnest on the ability to be grateful because you're always um, trying to be two steps ahead of yourself and not thinking about where you are, what you have, because such and such has that and that person has that and I don't have this. That when you look back, you go, oh, I was actually, I should have been really more more grateful for what I have in that moment. And I think talking about covid i think most people thought that they were they should have been more much more grateful for what they had before covid and now they i think they feel much more aware and self-aware potentially with what they have and what they don't have now and what sort of the most important thing in their life yeah but i want to say thank you so much for coming on the show you have been 360 thank you very much thanks so much thank you very much for taking the time to listen to our awesome guests Please subscribe to our podcast to access all our astonishing episodes released every Sunday, 12pm. We are available on all listening platforms, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram for more discussions, education and inspiration at 360 underscore yourself. The host, that's me, Jamie Neal on Instagram at JamieNealJN. And once again, thank you for listening and remember to 360 yourself.